0: is the rich eisen show
1: starts spreading the news the houston astros break out the brooks in the bronx live from the rich eisen show studio in los angeles he's gone touchdown breeze earlier on the show host of the
0: green light podcast Two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. Host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up. Patriots linebacker, Matthew Judon. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number
1: three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air here on Roku, the Roku Channel 210. We we'll are also say hello to those listening to us on Sirius XM, the terrestrial radio affiliates that are... Smart enough to have the Rich Eisen show coast to coast. We say hello to those listening to us on the Odyssey app. There's our YouTube page for anything that you may miss. We put uh much of our show there on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash rich eisen show. We re-air on the Roku channel, channel two ten. As soon as this show is over, re-air over and over and over again till we're back on live on tomorrow's show. We also have the Rich Eisen Show collection, our archives. Also sitting uh, on the Roku channel as well. So uh, our videos on demand from today's program. If you missed anything from our number one with our usual spot with Chris Long, the two time Super Bowl champ and Greenlight podcast host or Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. If you missed any of that, don't worry. We're going to start re-airing right here on the Roku channel. And there's our podcast version of the show as well. All three hours where the podcast can be acquired in the uh, Cumulus podcast world, Apple and Spotify and so much more also Audible. We're thrilled to be on Audible. Check it out and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. 844-204-RICH number to dial. We have uh, lots of time in this hour to take your phone calls. Haven't even hit the World Series being set between the Astros and the Phillies. We'll do that this hour. We'll get your opinions at 844-204-RICH. Matt Judon of the New England Patriots will join us in advance of tonight's game between the Bears um, as well, uh, and, the, and the Patriots in New England. Um, 844-204-RICH is that number down. Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo in their spots. What up, Rich? TJ Jefferson in, uh, in your spot. Good to see you, sir. And uh, so when uh, when the season came out, um, when the schedule came out and the season uh, was beginning, we always talk about those revenge games, right? When, when there will be revenge. When, when there might be revenge. And whence going back to Philadelphia was one of them, right? One of those games. Uh, And even just if you want to stir anything up, how about Wentz going back to Indianapolis where there was a door and it hit him on the butt on the way out and it couldn't happen fast enough for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, when Wentz was sent packing, uh, there was a lot of the last year was unacceptable and a lot of blame placed at the feet of one Carson Wentz. Goes to D.C., and we all know uh, he has now been placed on injured reserve. He broke the ring finger of his throwing hand uh, on a helmet and a win over the Chicago Bears. So he's not going to make the game against the Eagles. It'll be Taylor Honecky doing that, just as Taylor Heineke will get the start in Indianapolis next week. So that whole Carson Wentz going to Indianapolis to take on Matt Ryan, the man who was acquired, that... Was uh, not going to happen the minute that Wentz got hurt. And now Matt Ryan got hurt apparently yesterday. Grade two shoulder separation. Mm. So moments ago, the Indianapolis Colts announced it's going to be Sam Ellinger mm. getting the start. And he, Frank Reich actually just said Matt Ryan is out for the rest of the season. What? Wait, what? Wow.
2: Wow. Didn't know that? It's
1: Sam Ellinger for the rest of the season. There rare it is. He said right now the move is for Sam to be the starter the rest of the season. So the question is, is it a shoulder separation plus separating from this cycle of taking somebody else's veteran quarterback and trying to make it work here in Indianapolis? We all know Philip Rivers was that first attempt. And then Carson Wentz was their second attempt, and I guess three strikes, you're out. Matt Ryan, they saw enough of him, and now he's hurt enough that they want to see what they have in the sixth-round selection out of Texas from last year's draft. All right, it's Bevo time in Indianapolis. And I can only hope for Sam that the offensive line protects him or he can protect himself better than Matt Ryan because – we all know Jonathan Taylor missed the first games of his life. Mm-hmm. He didn't miss games in high school. He didn't miss games in Wisconsin. He missed two games this year. Finally came back this past week. Wasn't enough. And now Ryan, he's hurt. And Frank Reich, I guess, has just taken the opportunity to say, let's see what we've got in Sam. Yeah, Matt Ryan has taken 24 sacks. That's the most
3: in the NFL. Uh, 11 fumbles, wow. the most in the NFL. Nine interceptions, most in the
1: NFL. And one's got to think. Is this it for Matt Ryan, period? Who will raise their hand and say, we'll take Matt Ryan? How old is he? 37? 38? Who will take Matt Ryan? Yeah, 37. At age 38 next year. And we'll see if we can protect him better and win football games with him in his dotage. Although, Ellinger could get hurt, and we'll see if um, Ryan comes back. You never know when he's healthy.
3: That was after Albert Breer, our buddy, reported this morning in his MMQB that there are scouts who think Matt Ryan's arm is shot, quote-unquote.
1: Well, Frank Reich and Chris Ballard and the rest of that front office would see that, too. So it looks like the Colts might have to go back to the drawing board if if this kid is not... They can still win this division. I mean, they're right there. Well, the problem for them is that they are... They just got swept by the Titans. Yeah, they're two. The, the Titans world. are now. I mean, right. the, the scheduling uh, folks at the NFL decided to put the Colts and the Titans twice in the first seven weeks of the season. And right now, Indianapolis is sitting there in the middle of the first round. They're 16th in the draft order right now, but they're still in it. I mean, they're three, three, and one there. And this is a, you know, conference that is wide open.
3: Tough schedule though down the way for Indianapolis. Just looking at it right now. You mentioned home for the Commanders, and they're at New England, at the Raiders, home for the Eagles and Steelers, at Cowboys, at Vikings. Very tough schedule.
1: Man. Man, oh man, oh man. So it'll be Sam wow. Ellinger in his first start for the Colts. So I guess the biggest matchup this weekend suddenly is Ursay versus Snyder. <laughs> And Snyder's advanced team is getting the Heisman apparently from the Colts, right? <laughs> this is a this is a great pool we have here at Lucas Oil. There's a pond outside for you. Yeah. Do you think is Snyder going to have a tester test his, uh, test his the dessert from the dessert cart that I comes would, around?
0: Um,
3: I would. Recommend, Taste tester. I would recommend bringing your own, maybe bring a box <laughs> lunch, PBJ, something like that for Daniel. Snyder. We have a flute,
0: another flu game type situation, maybe. forio, well,
3: I mean, ju- just tweeted out this question. Kind of good uh, debate here. Has one retirement ever screwed up a franchise as much as is Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck's? Ooh,
2: that's a good question.
1: Dang. Andrew Luck do, retiring. Do, do you think they call Andrew Luck? Yeah. He's not walking through that door. He yeah, already he talked to David that. Shaw about that a few weeks ago. I know. He's not. I mean, Jacoby Brissett didn't work out, right? And then they tried Phillip. And then they tried Wentz. Phillip had a really good year, though. Phillip took him to the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was good. Yeah, but that Hail Mary landed about 30 yards shy of the end zone. Hmm. Which is why he's coaching in Alabama right now. True. Wow. So how about them apples? new starting quarterback in the NFL, and it's in Indianapolis. Damn. Rest of the season. How about that too? They're not even going to just they're just going live and ride or die with him. And three, three and one, you, you take a look at the conference right here. You've got um, the Jets at five and two, the best record of any team that's not leading a division. And then the Dolphins and Chargers and Bengals all at four and three. Colts right behind them. Patriots are gonna looks like they're gonna pass them by at four and three tonight. But they're still in that mix. Still in the mix. And good luck to him. I hope the kid. I hope the kid's good. That would be so fun. That would be a fun development. I think he can
3: play. Uh, DJ tweeted out. Looks like gonna be a lot of RPOs in the offense because that's kind of his specialty at Texas. Was uh, you know. And that, that's that what. RPO and, and what's past. Frank
1: Reich's specialty? That he brought from Philadelphia.
3: Same type of deal. Spochek just tweeted out: The Colts are on the hook for twenty-five million guaranteed oh this
1: year for Matt Ryan, gracious. and twelve million next year. Yeah, that sounds like a lot, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, that's a lot for dead money of somebody that's lot, not on your a lot team. For dead money. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, when the cap is suddenly going up and up and up, but it still leaves a mark. Elliot in Kansas, let's take your phone call here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Elliot?
0: Hang on, Rich. I don't want to get Bluetooth. One second. Okay, here we Ooh. go, Elliot. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wow. Hey, I remembered.
1: What's going on? Oh, my God. you want to put him back on hold for a second? Okay. Are you there? No, we're good. You there, yeah. Elliot? Okay, what do you got? Well, I don't want to say you're right, but you lone-wolfed Seahawks last night I did. yesterday. I did. I Shout sensed that the Chargers you. were going to lose that game. Seahawks are a good team, man. It's time then, we pay. Uh, we pay them the last, respect.
0: Last time I called, I talked about the starting rookie tackles. Put those rookie corners. Kenneth Walker, you already talked enough about him. Tariq Woolen. we might win the offensive rookie year and defensive rookie of the year without uh, – well, the Jets had a chance. But yeah. tall. Sorry
1: no. about that, but uh, – No, and I, I, I hear you, and thanks for the call, Elliot. You're, you're not wrong, man. It's Elliot in Kansas right there. He's a 12 right there in, in the nation's heartland. With Brees Hall out, I was talking about with Coop yesterday. Like, who who has a shot to be offensive rookie of the year? Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker seems to seems to have gotten off uh, on a a nice start as his. I think he's now the betting starter. Actually, I mean Chris Olave has had some moments, but his team is two and five. The 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 Seahawks have got a running game with Walker. The passing game appears that you know you still got Lockett, and hopefully DK comes back soon. The tight ends are always guys that you you know are sitting on your waiver wire but get first downs when they need it in mm. real life. And Gino's at the controls. And Tariq Woolen, a fourth-round pick out of UTEP, he is crushing it on the back end. And look who's leading the division in the NFC That's West crazy, man. through seven games. It is Seattle. And we had Gino Smith on before the Monday night opener against Denver and the return of Russ. And he's just like, don't call this a comeback story. I've been around. You know, and and basically his path, we saw he was drafted by the Ground and Pound Jets just when Rex Ryan was losing interest in being a coach of the entire team, not paying attention on offense. You know, and Gino was drafted kind of as an afterthought <laughs> after it looked like you know we weren't going to get anything out of Sanchez and Tebow. God, what a mess. What a mess. Let me hear more from him about the Jets situation right now on ESPN. Good God. <laughs> breathe, Rich. Breathe. At any rate. <laughs> and then he goes to a, a Giants team behind Eli and Ben McAdoo breaks up Eli's start streak for him, throws him out there. You go there. And it looks like he's finally in a spot where he's respected and liked and surrounded He's gonna be talking about any sort of comeback role, right? He he could be a comeback player of the year. What's he coming back from? Being benched and yeah, not playing, right?
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: And he looks terrific. He's zipping it around, and Pete's jumping around, it's, chomping it's gum. Wild man, chomping gum it's, like he's got wild. Reggie Bush out there in the Pac-10. <laughs> this is this is yesterday after leaving the home of the Chargers, a.k.a. home of the Rams as well, as the leader of the division through seven weeks.
2: You guys were pumped up, or you were pumped up about being caught first place last week. Now you're in sole possession right now. I know yeah, I didn't. Nobody things. told me that before we started it. The meetings okay. in there. I would have been going nuts about that because that's fun too. Um, yeah, that's good. Seven weeks in. Look where we are. Those carol can talk Who about the, the points <laughs> of the <laughs>
1: Who'd have thunk Who'd it? Thunk oh, it. he's loving this. This whole business of I so. oh, I'm a, you know what? He, can I, can I, can I, can I get what were they really thinking? Mike Del Tufo. I don't mean to take you away from whatever banking you're doing on your <laughs> on your on your on your phone during the show. I don't mean to take you away from whatever you were doing. But can I get what were they really thinking here, please? Hit what no. were please. they
0: really thinking?
1: Because you know, Pete's like, oh yeah, I didn't know that before. They they told me before. Oh, yeah, the, they course. told me before the <laughs> meeting. Like, yeah, we're we're well. He also didn't know that the Niners had just you know lost in san francisco i don't know if he's scoreboard watching okay but yeah i didn't know i didn't know they kind of told me right beforehand you know what he's thinking here's what Pete's like saying how are we cooking now anybody want to tell me how we're cooking now tell me how we're cooking uh, tell me we, oh yes uh, you think so oh, yes but he was how the one, are we oh, cooking wow. how are we cooking is gino cooking enough everybody fine with the way i'm allowing gino to cook Everybody, fine with the way we're cooking around here now? Dang. Are we good? Are you fine with it? Are you fine with it? Oh, wait, all those people that thought I was done as a coach in the NFL? Oh, yeah, I'm now 70. Everybody, want to tell me about how I was done and how the owners here around here are wondering if I should be done? Anybody want to talk about how I'm cooked? How are we cooking? Am I cooked? Are we cooking fine enough for your liking? Yeah. How's the Dangerous sandwich on the menu? Oh, it, got, yeah. it got pulled from the menu. Well, I, actually, actually hold on a minute. <laughs> I was told it was pulled in August, and the viral, the video that went viral has been around, and oh, it just kind of just now really? went viral. Unfortunately for Russ, the timing's off. This is what I was told. Oh, dang. Okay. But how, how's the menu? <laughs> how's that Denver menu tasting? Oh, he wants to say that. Can we say that soundbite once again? Just the way he's kind of biting the words at the end. Please show it to me one more time. Just watch and you tell me he's not thinking this. Please <laughs> hit it. Please.
2: You guys were pumped up, or you were pumped up about being caught in the first place last week. Now you're in sole possession right now. I mean, I know yeah, we I didn't. Nobody told people. me that before we started it. The meetings in there. I would have been going That's about that. Cause that's fun, too. Um, yeah, that's good. Seven weeks in. Look where we are. Those carol
1: king who'd have thunk it do you see the way he's like who to have thunk it <laughs> I mean, not, design, you. not you design, isn't it? let's talk about the menu and the cooking around here now anybody else <laughs> you know he wants to say that uh,
3: what is he saying privately
1: you know what he's saying privately i bet you what he is saving saying privately is let's let's keep this thing going he <laughs> knows how qu- how fleeting this stuff is man but he's got to feel great about it and he knows the Giants are coming in and they are a really good football team. How about this is a marquee game in week eight, six and one, New York flying all the way out to Seattle. Late window game in week number eight to take on the leader of the NFC West. And Pete knows while that game's going on, down in the spot he just left victorious, the Rams and the Niners are going to be beating each other up. Just as Arizona visits Minnesota. Yeah, man, they win this game and they're still in first and everyone else is beating each other up. And then comes Seattle going to Arizona. And then I'll see him in Germany. Achtung, baby. You too. Yeah. How's the cooking? Hashtag that. You ready for some bratwurst? Says Pete. Try the pretzel uh, bread. I'll be here all week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I had one when I was in Munich. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So good. All right, let's take a break. Matthew Judon coming up. More of your phone calls. And would you believe, you'll never believe uh, this nugget about what's happening during the World Series. Even the NFL has a say. Just when baseball has its own floor. And then Matt Judon of the Patriots. That's all coming up. You need to know your numbers for your businesses because if you don't, you are definitely being left behind and you're also handicapping your own business. And you're also, by the way, behind over 31,000 businesses that know their numbers and have the confidence and clarity for their businesses they need because they do rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system, which does give you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Every everything you need all in one place so how do you prepare for uncertain times the answer is Netsuite. what are you waiting for right now Netsuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program head to netsuite.com slash rich radio right now netsuite.com slash rich radio netsuite.com slash rich radio tony in portland you're here on the rich Island show what's up Tony?
0: hey thanks for taking my call gentlemen pleasure thanks, thanks for I'm making it up. what's going
1: on tony tony
0: Tony? Hey, i'm a big bears fan but you know they're going up the river with one All paddle right. so we'll move on uh, <laughs> but i just want i just want to get my blazers and ducks and props three and O and the lakers zero and three and as a blazer fan i can empathize with your priest hall uh injury because every time it's good here we're always peeking around the corner for some bad news um uh, Bo Nix for Heisman. Dan Lanning's a great
1: coach. He's, yeah, uh, man. Oregon, Oregon put it on UCLA. Put it on them. You know. And did you man, see, was, did you watch yeah. any of that game, Chris? I did, I did not. Just hang on there, Tony. The, 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 the UCLA ties the game ten apiece. Oregon goes down, scores a touchdown, then went onside on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah surprised him totally oh, well done man and then the rain came and it didn't matter <laughs> to bo nicks look terrific and then hey you know portland uh you know lillard is one of our hey, favorites it's and my it's, guy rich it's certainly it's i know my uh, part of okay. tbd uh, i'll be yeah, going you know, against tonight <laughs> in the fantasy and it certainly helps to have russ hoist one up when he has no business hoisting him up you know against the blazers that was good so congratulations tony
0: Thank you. You're and welcome. at one point, uh, Davis was out uh, uh, for a three, and Nurkic just turned and walked away. And he That was freed. so disrespectful. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: didn't even, oh, did you see that? I yeah. did see that. He'd even come out to even make it. He, he kind of put his hand up like, eh, I'm not even going to worry about even, this. You know what he did? He, he'd even make the reach, which is what you want no, when hey, you're like, like, yeah. you trying to pay. Like, I'll take part of the bill. He'd <laughs> even make <laughs> the reach. he didn't even make the reach for his he wallet. He literally looked at I him and was like, no. Nah. And Tony, let me help you, man, for your Bears fandom. Screen the word Eberflus at the top of your lungs, and you'll feel better. Where are you right now? Literally, where are you right now?
0: Where am I right now? Yes. I am in Ridgefield, Washington, uh, at a golf no, no. site. So uh, you're you're, you're
1: at a golf site right now. So you're around other people. No job site. Job. A job oh, site. Oh, so, job so you're around site. other oh. people, though, right? You're around other people. Uh, I'm in my van, getting ready. to, oh. to all right. To scream out Eberflus at the. Scream out Eberflus at the top of your lungs. And ready. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. <laughs> Eberflus! No, it's Eber Flus. <laughs> Eber Flus. Eber, Flus. Eber Flus. Ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. Go. Eber Flus! There you go. Oh, my, hold on. Thank you. I so good. Does it feel better? Does it feel better? You feel better? I feel better. Okay, yeah. very good. Thanks for the call. Come back, Call back anytime you want. Rich, uh, shout out my anti-Lakers bet. 0-3-0 oh, this year. How much are you? So you've met, you, you bet against the Lakers. Are you rolling it back each We're not time? rolling it back. You what? should keep going. Roll it. Well, he's well, not crazy. They're not going to go 0 82 it's a spread, right? No, no. This is just straight up. See, I don't know what the hell I'm you're talking about. I'm just betting the Lakers to lose every game. So how much money have you made now?
3: Uh, let's see. 30 a game, right? Yeah, I'm doing it, but but it's not because there's odds involved. You have 200 so. bucks yet?
1: No, no, no. I'm 40? probably at about 40. Okay. Yeah. Do you have 20 bucks yet? For you? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to my brother-in-law, Scott. Take care of hey! on the guest line. What's up, Scotty? Yeah. Scotty What's yeah. on your mind, Scotty?
0: I'm really enjoying the Roku experience. And, uh, boy I'm Happy to to Mike, Brockman, and TJ. Uncle hey, What's up,
1: Scotty? What's up?
0: I want you to think I'm calling you, to tr- you and Mike to troll you about a 4 nothing sweep for the Yankees. Um, mm-hmm. That's not why I'm calling. Huh. <laughs> why not? I will say, if I ever get in a bad mood, I'm going to go to my DVR. And watch Boone take out Garrett Cole in favor of That was <laughs> special.
3: <laughs> hey Scott, what did you think of? What did you think of? Hey, let's uh, let's encourage the team by showing the biggest comeback ever against their team. That's going to really inspire the guys to to come back 3-0. <laughs> it doesn't get
0: any better than that. I was feeling since felt like that since my honeymoon. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway.
1: my God, Scotty, uh, what, what's on your mind? <laughs>
0: Business. I'm not here to. I'm not here to suggest that Boone should be extended for a lifetime, or that the Yankees should extend uh, Josh Donaldson for five years, you know, twenty million a pop. You know, it's weird. Like uh, watching Brady. I, you know, Tom, I loved Tom Brady for so many years, and he's given us so many memories. But I find myself like almost happy now. He's not doing well, and it's weird because like when Pedro Martinez left and he pitched for the Mets and the Phillies, I rooted so hard for him. But I was wondering if, Chris, you kind of felt the same way a little bit.
1: No, he's no, shaking his no, head I, while you're saying that right not. now. Absolutely not.
3: I feel, Brad, there's only a few people I want to always be happy, and Tom Brady is one of them. Dude, what's
1: I, the matter with you, Scott? What are you doing? It, it's really I understand sad. You're calling I'm in really sad I understand right you now. calling in on the special guest line to troll me about the Yankees who, uh, you know, did get swept but did actually last two rounds longer than the Red Sox did. So, I mean, that's possible for you to do that, but I don't understand why you would say that about Tom Brady. I don't get it.
0: Listen. Red Sox. They played more golf than the guys on the Live Tour by now. I mean, but the fact is, you know, as far as Brady goes, you know, it just you know, he, he's skipping walkthroughs to go to Bob Craft's wedding. He and then he has the balls to yell at his his offensive line when they were actually at practice when he wasn't. You know, he's selling everything under the sun. You know, I do feel badly for him that his you know personal life doesn't seem to be going as well as you might hope. But it's just weird that you know, it's just a weird thing. I think like some of the play- Great as he was in Boston, he wasn't as relatable or connectable as a person as some of the other great players we've had here and It's just kind of weird when I was listening to uh you know listening to the game when I was driving yesterday on, on satellite radio, and mm-hmm. it was kind of fun to listen to them lose to a you know basically wow. a team with no in fact, no coach
3: look at
1: this. Scott.
3: Yeah, that's just a, that's a New England-Boston narrative. Like, I got s- it. like, Stop listening to, to Felger on the radio, well, Scott. He's
1: definitely not doing that anyway.
0: <laughs> I don't no, think so. That, but, Chris, when, when Pedro came and pitched against the Red Sox for the Mets and he got crushed, I was devastated. I left the ballpark so upset. I was be It's just, that's what I'm trying to say. It's a weird thing. I usually, when players leave, like Mm. Nomar, guys, I've really enjoyed watching all these years. Except for Johnny
3: Damon.
1: Yeah, Wade Boggs. How about Wade Boggs? Do you like him? No. No? On the horseback? That's how it all started. That's how it all started. All right, Scotty. You there? Did I lose you? Hey, Scotty, take care of yourself. Say hi to everybody. I'm sorry about Syracuse this weekend. Sorry about them. Yeah,
0: Bye, gentlemen.
1: All right, there you go. That's Scott. That's yeah. my no, brother in law Scott. I think Scott. it's a bummer. The very, I, I, the very anti-Brady take. I don't take
3: any joy in seeing Brady like that. And then the whole thing, like, going to Bobcraft, you want him not to go to Bobcraft's wedding? Like, and he's not, yes, the clip is him screaming at him, but he's actually telling them, hey, you're better than this. Like, it's that's it's like weird encouragement. He's just screaming. It's, yeah. It's, that's just a weird Boston media kind of piling on because Tom's in the dumps right now. I, I'm not here for that. I, I want Tom to be happy and be successful, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to pile on. Yeah,
1: and right I, 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 I'm also not here for the, you know, Belichick's winning the divorce conversation that I'm hearing out of that part of the country yeah, as well. Like, there's stupid. still a trophy in that case. Yeah, how
3: can you even say uh, that
1: I when know, he won? I know, yeah, and it's plus, plus, it's all good. By the way, they're both going to go to the Hall of Fame together. That's it. Yeah. They're both going to be in Those that room. Talk and by the way, tonight, <laughs> Bill Belichick has a chance to be second all time on the wins list for NFL head coaches. He can pass George Hallis tonight against the Bears. And in advance of that, uh, I'm uh, I, as part of my duties for pregame and halftime host of Westwood One's coverage of Monday Night Football, as I will do tonight, got a chance to Zoom with none other than Matt Judon, now here on the Rich Eisen Show. Joining us here prior to Monday Night Football against the Chicago Bears is one of the top defenders in this entire league here from the New
2: England Patriots. He is Matthew Judon. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How you doing, Rich? What's going on? No, much, man. Just uh, media and all that stuff. You know
1: how it is after practice. I do know that. I do know that. And here you are, and I appreciate you doing this here uh, prior to Monday Night Football. So um, what is your take on this Chicago Bears offense that so many folks are just kind of looking past right now,
2: Matthew? Oh, uh, well, you can't really look past them because they have one of the top run games in the league. They have two backs that's uh, performing very well, and uh you know, it doesn't matter the down the distance. Uh, if they get it, they can make, uh, make an explosive run, and then they also have a quarterback that's uh, learning, but he's learning fast. He's uh, maturing, in front of our eyes and uh he's he's making a lot of good uh, football plays with the ball and what is belichick telling you he spent seven minutes of his
1: opening press conference this week talking up the bears like they were the 85 bears so what is he telling you
2: uh he he telling us about the bears he's telling us uh we can't take this team lightly uh no no matter what their record says they're a better football team than their record and uh we ha- we have to come out and be prepared. Uh, so uh, we're we're preparing as if there are the eighty five bears, but this team is a very good football team. Uh, by the way, I I just so you aware, I spoke to Belichick. He has given you
1: full carte blanche to tell me who the starting quarterback is and tell me your entire game plan. So okay, well, uh, we're well,
2: okay. we're gonna co- we're gonna come out and uh, behind center, it's gonna be I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh the starting offense uh it's gonna be I don't know what they're doing uh all I know is uh on Monday night uh I will be ready and okay. uh and that i I'll be playing so uh, if that's news to anybody uh okay, that's good, so you're taking yeah. care of your own business exactly. I like that exactly. I like that
1: very much, so um you know one thing I do know about last week uh in Cleveland is that. Belichick did what he frequently does when the team goes to Cleveland, which is stop the bus and get out and see the Jim Brown statue. Is that true? He did that again with you guys?
2: Yeah. Well, not only did he uh, talk about Jim Brown and did we stop to see the Jim Brown statue, he talked about the other guys, uh, the other men that carry a lot of social justice along with them throughout those years that a lot of uh people of color was uh not looked upon as football players or equals. And so he talked about everybody else that's up in that uh that stadium and uh it just gave us a history lesson. You know, uh coach is a big history buff yeah. and uh he probably knows everything or anything about football. And he gave us a history lesson like some of those guys were the first men to play collegiate uh, sports uh as as African Americans and then uh everything that Jim Brown did for football and everything that Ozzy Newsom did uh, as a player and as a gm and uh, I was just just how he was talking about those guys and I was just honored that I got to meet Ozzie, and I have an actual relationship with him, uh, be, because I was with him in Baltimore. Yeah, and so uh, just, just uh, kind of being at that stadium, meant, I think means a lot for uh, Coach Belichick, and he just want to pass some information down for us, and just allow us to appreciate uh very, very, very like tough beginning to where we are now. Was that the
1: Belichick you thought uh, of before you came to New England?
2: I mean, oh, no, no, no uh, I I didn't know him personally at all. I knew him from media, and I knew him from an outsider perspective. Uh, and I really didn't know too many people that actually played for him, honestly. Uh, and then you know, I'm, I'm with the Ravens, so yeah, we don't like him. Yeah. And we don't we don't like the Patriots. Uh but getting here and actually getting to know uh Coach Belichick uh is a whole three sixty. Uh I don't and and you know, you can believe the hype, you cannot believe the hype, but I think he is every bit of a good man that he is, is a good coach. And you can see that he's a great coach from his wins. But uh every bit of a good man that he is every win that he has. So I think he gives uh, so much credit to his players, uh, every player that he has. And I think he, uh, I think he just loves the game so much that, uh, he spends so much time on it and he spends so much time with like just guys around football. But then when it's not about football, when it's about like social justice or, uh, things of that nature, Uh, he's willing to talk and he's also willing to listen and he's also willing to be a part of some things that he really doesn't have to do because what because what he does is so great it's
1: fascinating I mean plus his uh, look you you've been around some great ones too some really good coaches I'm sure throughout your entire journey to this very point to this very interview here Matt Judon and you know it it he just Belichick just has the ability to just drill down, right? And that you guys are just focused on these four quarters of this week, and then once that's done, it's the next, and then the next, and then the next. And I know all coaches try to achieve that. I'm wondering what you can share about what you have experienced in your couple of years now for that sort of laser lock focus. Your team's three and three with a third string quarterback who's not playing like it. Your defense is playing as good as any defense in the NFL right now. Uh, like what what can you share as the special sauce? on what could be a a big night for your coach to pass George Hallis on the all-time wins list against
2: the uh, Bears? I, th- I think the biggest secret is that he keeps it simple. And I think he tells you the keys to winning the game. These are the keys to winning this game. Look, we have to focus on this. We have to drill on this. And we have to live by this when we play this game. And if we don't, we'll lose and, and every week, if we don't, if we don't hit those goals and if we don't do it uh, kind of exactly what he says, you'll go back in the film and, and it's not him telling you "Well, I told you. So it's okay. We're we going to watch this film. And then that that's going to tell us how we lost this game. And then when we go back and watch the film, it's exactly how he tell us how we would have won the game or how we lost the game. And so, uh, with him with him doing that in his weekend and his week out it's not just one time or it's not just it doesn't happen by fluke it happens by so many countless hours of him watching film and breaking down opponents and watching every single player and knowing every single player's strengths and weaknesses and what they like to do and so with him just being a football buff like that it it allows us to play fast because he already told us the keys to win in the game. And so uh we just have to go out there and execute those. Uh have
1: you spoken to uh the young man who attempted to give the ball he recovered on special teams to Bill? Um, have, have we addressed this issue? Uh <laughs> your rookie teammate?
2: Yeah, uh Schooler. We we uh we talked to Schooler, we kinda we kinda joke about it, but he was just like he was like, I ain't know what to do with the ball. And so uh but uh you know, Coach, Coach be locked in, man. He he probably, at the at, in that moment, Coach probably didn't even like, he was probably like, what the heck is this? He didn't even <laughs> probably know it was the ball he recovered. And so he probably had no clue what he was doing. Was there a moment in the film session this week where this has been uh, front and center that you could oh, share with us? No, nah, no, nah, nah, nah. no. We didn't. We We talked about it on the bus in the locker room, but <laughs> kept it lighthearted. Like, uh, Schooler's a good dude, and he was, he was very like he he laughed about it as well. I would do the same
1: thing. Hey, look what I got! You know, look, coach, look what I got.
2: <laughs> I, uh, man, coach, coach B be so locked in. I mean, he be so locked into the game and like kind of the situation going on. He don't he he don't really be locked in on like the antics. Like you know, that's that's for us players.
1: So, last one for you, Matt. You want Matt Judon. So, what does Monday Night Football mean to you here? Like, you can you can get above five hundred, go f- win mm-hmm. your third in a row, and show the country that your defense is as advertised here
2: against the Bears. Yeah, uh, what, what it means is another opportunity to showcase our talents, uh, whether uh, that's offense, defense, or special teams. Whatever you're doing, you can showcase your talents. But this time, everybody's watching. You know, everybody in the country is watching. Nobody's like, oh, I don't get that game because in my local game or this. Everybody's watching, and we know that. And so it's just it's our time to go out there and prove that what we're working on and what we're building around here right now, is a, not a, fa- a facade, and so uh, that's what we have to go and do. What'd you get RKK for his wedding? What'd you get Robert Kraft for his wedding?
1: I can't tell you that. Well, but you did get him something, right? You get him uh, something? Yeah, man. Uh, he's a good guy. Well, I mean, he signs the checks. I figured, you know, what do you get a man for his wedding? mean when, when he sees, you know, something? you
2: know, I haven't, I haven't seen the check in a while. You know, I'm a, a, I'm a, a, direct deposit baby. You know. <laughs> You know, the digital era. We ain't well, he's—he's
1: the, he, he's the one you give the routing number to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess
2: yeah. I mean yeah. You gotta yeah I mean, got to get it. Got to get him something nice. Yeah, well, get, get him, him something from Tiffany.
1: It's about—it's about this big, you know. And it looks like a football on the top, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got a football on the top and a base, and you hand it to mm-hmm. him with confetti around. That's what—that's what you get him.
2: I I think they pass it to him first. I think uh, I'll be receiving it from him.
1: (laughs) uh, Hey, thanks for the time. Uh, Have a great Monday Night Football game. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Always appreciate
2: chatting. Yes, sir.
1: Matt Judon right here on the program. Love that guy. He was terrific. What a great chat. What a great football player. Check him out tonight on uh, Monday Night Football. And this season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Monday's, Thursday, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving and Christmas triple headers. The international series in every postseason game. When we come back. Postseason baseball has hit its crescendo. We have a World Series matchup. We'll discuss how we got there and what happens now. When we come back, to send you to the rest of your Monday. Afford anything? Talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about. So my youngest son, Cooper, sometimes I'll hear him in the backyard just running around and talking in a high-pitched voice, and I look at him, and I'm like, yeah, I did that when I was a kid. What is he doing? He's calling his action, mm-hmm. and he's imagining in his head yep. the glory that he is just taking part in in the backyard.
0: <laughs>
1: we hear that. There, right? Man. Exactly. Yeah. And I see him do it, and it's awesome. I love it. And that's what I thought of when I saw Bryce Harper go yard. And I even showed it to Coop. I'm like, look, this is what maybe Bryce was dreaming of in his backyard. When he was a kid in Philadelphia, his team down by one run, but up three games to one in the National League Championship Series. Yeah. All I got to do is win one more and they're in the World Series. And he hits a two-run shot to give him the lead in front of the whole fan base that just went absolutely nuts. Joe Davis with a terrific call yep. on Fox saying this called awesome. the swing of his life. And it was over this weekend. It was the anniversary uh, on, I believe it was Sunday, of the Joe Carter home run where oh, the no fan, right. you know, like, uh, touch them all, Joe, Joe, you'll never hit a bigger home run <laughs> in your life. Yep. And it's great. And I get goosebumps talking I about am, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, put Philadelphia in the World Series. Put Philadelphia in the World Series. Bryce Harper had this to say about that moment after the game.
2: I told Kay Long before I walked up the steps, I said, let's give him something to remember. You know, just, just that moment. I mean, just being able to do it at home. I didn't want to get back on that flight to San Diego. I just didn't want to get in a, on a five and a half hour flight. You know, I wanted to hang out at home and enjoy this at home with these fans, with this, with this organization, this fan base. There you
3: go. I think the cool thing, too, in the moment. It's almost like he left his body. He he didn't really celebrate that much. He did the, the Phillies thing that he's been doing. Yeah, But he was walking around the bases and even in the dugout uh, talking to Ken Rosenthal afterward. He was just kind of like, I, even he was saying, I, I can't believe I just did that.
1: The crazy thing is if you asked all football fans uh, how many Super Bowls Ed Reed won with the Ravens, they'd say two. They think he was on that first Ravens championship team right. uh, back in 2000. He was not. Bryce Harper was not on the Washington Nationals championship team. This is his first trip to the yeah. World Series. Yeah. And he's taken on an Astros team. Now, you know, he mentioned Kevin Kevin Long, the hitting coach, and Rob Thompson is the interim manager who Joe Girardi brought in. Those are all the guys that were in New York with Girardi for all those years. So it would have been fascinating to see the Yankees versus Phillies in a rematch of, oh, a, yeah, sure. uh, of a World Series, the last one the Yankees won, uh, if the Yankees didn't strike out 50 times in getting swept. The Astros absolutely dismantled the Yankees. Um, You know, Bob Costas called the Astros the Yankees' daddy. He's not wrong. This is the truth. It hurts. It hurts so damn bad. It hurts so damn bad to watch this, certainly when the Yankees took a 3-0 lead and then Harrison Bader gave them another lead and then they won again. Jeremy is amazing. He's exactly the type of player that every team needs and wants. And they... And they already have some terrific players. They deserve, it. and to see them celebrate in New York really killed me. To see Ted Cruz's smug face leaving the sixth inning as well really infuriated me as well. Just seeing all that just was infuriating completely as a New Yorker. And hopefully the Yankees bottle that and figure out a way to create a team that will beat this team because the one that they have ain't it
2: a uh, sucking.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, only way to say. I, you
1: know, I mean, I don't agree with that, Mike, but. You know the Yankees do have a team that won 99 games, and they just don't have a team that can beat the Astros. And I don't know if they've got the right general manager or the manager for it. I mean, my my brother-in-law called in earlier. I mean, Garrett Cole over the weekend—he's your guy. You're down two games to nothing. It's the sixth inning. You're down two nothing because of a ridiculous error that occurred in center field, and then a home run right after that. Cole's pitching really well, but the bases are loaded in the sixth inning. You're going to remove him for what? What are you doing? And you don't even put your closer in or your two best relievers in, as he did last night, Wandy Peralta. You put in Lou Trevino. As Cole, you know, Cole was biting his lips after the game, saying, you know, I still had more to give. Like, yeah, you go with your guy until you do not go anymore. I don't know what Boone is thinking. I don't know what Cashman's thinking. I don't know what any of them are thinking. All I know is that's not the team that can beat the Astros. And and Judge, I hope, sticks around, because, man, do I love watching him play. Man, do I love watching him play. But the Astros are easily the best team in the American League. They're light years ahead of the Yankees in this current version of the Yankees. And um, and it'll be an interesting series. Fascinatingly enough, in the Thursday off night of this World Series, do you know who plays on Thursday night football? Houston and Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Eagles and Texans play on the Thursday of... Next week. week. Yeah, of, yeah. The Thursday off of the World Series that begins this coming Friday.
3: Wow. That's... It's amazing. Yeah.
1: So the NFL is going to have their own Houston versus Philadelphia matchup. Yeah. Unless one team sweeps the other. And just a, 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 a counsel to all my New York friends, who we're, we're all excited about, the Jets and the Giants. Mets and the Yankees looked like they were going to face each other in the World Series. And uh, and right now, um, one team uh, went out checking the opposing pitcher's ears. <laughs> And the other team went out with the manager lamenting exit velocity not strong enough for an incoming wind that aided the other team's home run ball as if that was the difference in either of those playoff losses. So let's be careful. Or enjoy what we have. Well, we have it. How about that? But man, that hurt. That hurt. Because the Yankees weren't even in the same universe as this Astros team. They're good. I know. They're so good. And as far as New Yorkers, we're all Phillies fans now. How about that? Never thought I would say that into a mic. Get me a cheese. Back on Roku to wrap things up in a moment.